This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Welcome, Joyful Courage podcast listeners. I am so happy that you have tuned in today for this special World Changer episode. Woo-woo, World Changer. So every once in a while, typically once a month or so, I highlight a cause or a person that I love that's making a difference in the world and in the lives of families. This month, I am featuring my friend and mentor, Tamara Zar, and she, as she will let you hear all about it, she is a trainer facilitator for Momentum Education. Momentum Education is a company that is in the work of supporting humans in transforming themselves to be ever greater contributions to their lives and to the world. And I have been working with Momentum Education as a participant since September. And it has made such a huge difference in my life. The work really, truly is transformative and so much so that I am on a mission to share the information with as many people as possible and to enroll as many people as possible into the work because my experience of it is that it is powerful, life-changing work. And um, when we see the state of the world right now and the need for people to be in contribution and loving contribution, holding each other and ourselves with high dignity and respect, this work just aligns right with that vision, right with that idea that we are charged with being the change that we want to see in the world. So I'm super excited to introduce you to Tamara and stay tuned till the end. I have a super crazy, special, generous offer that Tamara made after we got off the call that I cannot wait to share with the Joyful Courage community. So be listening, listen in, listen in till the end and uh, I'll fill you in on all of that after the conversation. But for right now, let's meet Tamara. Hi, Tamara. Welcome to the Joyful Courage podcast. Hi, Casey. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited that you are here. So why don't we just start with um, who you are and your journey to doing what you do? Great. So um, I'm Tamara, and I am a facilitator 
and leadership coordinator with Momentum Education, and I train um, their leadership program and the advanced course and the teen program as well. So we have a teen program for teens ages 13 to 17. Um, and I got here, I used to be a special education teacher with the New York City Department of Education, and I did this work as personal development about over seven years ago now. I graduated from the leadership program seven years ago, and I knew then that I really wanted to bring it to my students. Um, so I uh, asked Momentum if they would bring the work to my school, and we had uh, over 50 of my students go through the program. And when I saw the immediate impact that it had in their lives and how it shifted them from thinking that they couldn't do anything to thinking that they could, anything was possible. I knew that this is what I wanted to do with my life. So, so I started, um, after I graduated, I started staffing and, um, in 2013, I became the president of the teen program and grew the teen program from doing three trainings a year to impacting over a thousand teens a year. Um, so we went from impacting probably about close to 300 teens to impacting over a thousand teens in a school year. And now we work with many, many schools in the New York city department of education. We do standalone trainings. We've worked with the LA unified school district. Um, we're beginning work with schools in DC cause we just expanded to DC last year. Um, and we're, we've done work in um, the Everett School District and the Edmonds School District and with some schools in, in Seattle. So uh, the teen program has really expanded. And since then, I've um, become, with, with training, I've become an adult trainer. So I train the advanced course, which is about, you know, breaking your relationship with fear um, really reevaluating your history and shifting your relationship to your history mm -hmm. and the leadership program, which is a 90 day program that is, um, that supports you in achieving your goals using the tools that you've learned at momentum. Yeah. And full transparency to all the oh. listeners. I am currently a member of Seattle leadership team seven. So I've done the different levels of this training. I'm in the different levels of this training and it has made a huge impact on my relationship with my kids, the way that I show up in my relationship with my kids, the way that I show up in my, the communities that I'm creating for parents, um, my stories about time and money and overwhelm all have been impacted by the work that I've done with Momentum. And we keep talking about the work. <laughs> Let's right. go back a little bit. And can <laughs> right. you share a little bit about what is the work of Momentum? What are we talking about when we're talking about the work of Momentum? So the work of Momentum is based in the human potential movement, mm -hmm. which believes that um, human beings are unlimited possibility. And so we do that. Our curriculum is, a, it is an experiential curriculum, which is learning through doing. So you really experience yourself in relationship to the things that we teach. So for example, our basic workshop is who you are in relationship to trust, who you are in relationship to win-win, who you are in relationship 
to um, the power of choice. And we explore the relationship with your parents. We, sh- we explore the power of intention. We explore the power of responsibility. We explore um, the things that get in the way of your goals. So the, that's the gist of the basic curriculum. And um, everyone who comes through our workshops really has a different experience because they're bringing their experiences to the experiences of the curriculum. And we don't really work with um, the things that you already know or the things that you know that you know that you don't know. We're really exploring the areas that you don't know you don't know and bringing that into the forefront so that you're discovering new things about yourself with each exercise. Yeah. And I love how powerful that is because even as I listen to you and I've been through the basic, you know, and I showed up at the basic feeling like, well, I've done a lot of work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I really know what to expect here. And even with that, I mean, despite that, with that, it was still an opportunity to, you know, we, we have so many assumptions that we already you know, that we're living from like, oh, I, I know what my relationship is with trust. And then you have this experience where you're actually bumping up against what's really going on for you with trust. And it's a huge awakening, you know, it's wow. And then, you know, and I've heard you say this before, and then it's, you don't, you can't unknow it. Right. Right. So you have this experience and then, wow. That is showing up for me. That is the way that I show up because that's the way I just showed up. And right. what am I going to do with this information? Yeah. What am I? And you do can you decide. You can say, "Well, wow, that really works for me," mm-hmm. or "Wow, that doesn't work for me." I'm going to let this go in this moment. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that's so key because my listeners are parents. The people I work with are parents, and one of the conversations that happens over and over again is. I become overwhelmed by my, I promised I was going to stop yelling. I promised myself I wouldn't yell anymore. And then they make me so mad that I end up yelling. Right. And that's such a, um, you know, in that, and it's that cycle. And then at the end, it's like, okay, now I'm committing to not yelling. And, and it's not even about the yelling. It's about what's happening to you in that relationship so that you are following this kind of autopilot path down this road that you don't want to be on anymore. And yet there you are on it still. (laughs) Right. And you may not even be triggered by your child. Right. Right. It could be something from your history Mm -hmm. that's coming up for you that you may not even be aware of in that moment, but it's coming up for you in the moment with your child. And I think what I also encounter with many parents that I work with is that there's um, an unfair expectation or if they yell, right, or if they treat their children badly or if or if they perceive themselves as treating their children badly, if they, you know, ignore them, if they don't spend enough time with them, if they're, (laughs) if they're, um, so there's always um, this, am I doing enough? Right. Or am I doing it right? Right. Am I doing it right? And there's, and there's like a beat up that you're supposed to be, or this expectation that you're supposed to be this perfect human being Mm -hmm. who 
always has enough time, who is always going to speak well, who's always, who's never going to raise their voice, who's going to, you know, and I think it's about also knowing that you're going to, you may not make the mistakes that your parents made, but you'll make some mistakes. Mm -hmm. And it's about being able to have conversations, I think, with your children in a way where they get that you're owning the mistakes that you've made, Mm -hmm. right? And they can transparently see that you're a human being. Yeah. Right. Because they're essentially learning how to be a human being from you. Right. Hey, friends. As a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Right. right. And I talk about that a lot. And so the idea that we make mistakes, however they look, right. and then we make right. it right and make amends, like that's the gift. Right. Kids can't learn how to clean up their mess if the, you know, the most important adults in their life don't have messes to clean up. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And I think that it's really powerful to consider 
you know, just that, like what you said, the triggers that show up aren't necessarily about the child in front of us, instead about beliefs, history, patterns, you know, other relationships that we've had in our life being kind of brought to the surface through the vehicle of this small child. Because, you know, every time I teach a positive discipline class, the first thing we do is we make two lists. And the first list is a list of challenge, like daily challenges. And it's yelling, it's aggression, it's defiance, it's mealtime, bedtime, morning time, Mm -hmm. getting out the door, not listening. You know, I mean, it's just an endless list, right? And it's always the same list. And I like to say, you do not live in your own private freak show. Like your child (laughs) is not this special case that is just, you know, like so not like the rest of the kids. Like this is what childhood looks like. And then we make a second list, which is all the traits and characteristics that when our kids are in their late 20s, because then the brain is fully developed, when they're in their late 20s and they come to visit us because they actually have made it out of the house and have to come over, (laughs) you know, what do we want them to embody? And it looks like, you know, kindness and empathy and compassion and work ethic and problem-solving skills and communication. And it's all these wonderful traits, which, by the way, There is no human that embodies the entire list of traits that a class of parents can come up with. Right. However, when we consider that kids learn by their models, and then we look at the challenges, and I ask, so when kids are defiant and back-talking and won't eat the food that you cooked for them, are you modeling patience and compassion and humor and lightness? And typically the answer is no. Right. (laughs) But that's exactly when... That's the opportunity. Right. That's the opportunity. And that's what I love about this work is for me, this work has really shifted me from that beat up place of, oh, I can't, I won't, I, you know, it's not possible to, wow, here I am in breakdown. Here I am in my perceived challenge, hard time, and I'm looking for empowerment, like what can I do? Where's, you know, where do I have power? Because the assumption has, is starting to become, there is power in every situation. Like I can always choose empowered. Right. And I think, and it's, and it's, I think what you're saying is key and is really a, one of the foundations of this work is choice, Mm. right? So you can choose to, there's, there could be chaos erupting around you, Mm -hmm. right? You can have, you can be making or have to be making a million and one decisions, right? Um, in that moment, there could be someone screaming, there could be someone, someone hungry, there could be, you know, a million things going on. And in that moment, you can choose, right? You can choose overwhelm, mm-hmm. right? You can choose tired, you can choose exhausted, you can choose exa- ex- ang- angry, exasperated, mm-hmm. or you can say, these are the things that are happening, right? Who am I in relationship to this, Right. Who do I get to be in relationship to this? And what do I and what do I need to do in this moment? So there's a choice inside of it, right? There's you get to choose as opposed to it happening to you. Right. Right. And it can it can it can definitely happen to you. And when it happens to you, that's when I think overwhelm sets in and we react instead of responding to what's happening. Right. Because the come from of this is happening to me is super Like, ah, I don't, I right. can't do anything about, like, I, I'm like right. on my back with my hands up, like, like a right. bug, you know, right. like, ah, I just have to right. endure versus 
there's opportunity here, there's space here, there's choice here. And it's interesting um, <clears throat> how often I've heard from parents where it's like that I go from zero to 60 so fast, there isn't choice. And that's right. their perception. And so we work on growing pause, right? Growing pause between whatever's stimulating the emotional response so that we can lift out of it for even just a moment, take a breath and recognize this is just a moment. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, we ha- you have a choice. There's always, always a choice. Even when it doesn't feel like there is one. Yeah. There is. Yeah, there is always a choice. So I think some of the other conversations um, that I hear, that I hear myself having as well as um, people that I work with and friends is the conversation around time. Like there's not enough time. There's not enough money. That not enough conversation. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? And like, how do you support people in in shifting from not enough to abundance? So, I think it's about really. Um, I think at first it's recognizing that you're in a place where you're saying that there's not enough, right? So right. you're in a place where you're saying that, okay, well, I am not. In this moment, I'm saying I don't have enough time. In this moment, I'm saying I don't, I, I, I don't have enough of me to go around, right? I don't have enough food. I don't have enough anything, right? I don't know how. I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's recognizing that you're in that place because the second that you say it, right? The second that you say anything to yourself, you become it, right? You become that thing. You become not enough. You become. If you say that you're angry, then you're angry, right? Mm-hmm. So you become whatever you say that you are. So it's, I think the first step is recognizing that you're in that place because I think many people don't. It's just, it's a habit, right? It's a habit saying, I, I don't have enough time, mm-hmm. right? I think that's like a very common thing for people to say. Um, but really, there isn't, it's really your relationship to time, mm-hmm. right? And so it's, first recognizing it and then choosing something different. We just talked about choice, but really choosing something different. So what would it look like if you said, if you managed yourself differently inside of time, if you did say I have enough time, right? If you did say to yourself, well, okay, I, I know that there are this many, I know that the um, actual amount of time hasn't changed, but who I am in relationship to it can shift mm-hmm. so that my experience and my children's experience is different inside of time so that we're not always rushing right. and it will give you a different perspective around time. I love that. Yeah. And listeners, you know, you know how I am on these interviews. <laughs> I ask questions as if I'm asking for the community, Tamara, but, and right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a conversation that I have, right? It's a conversation right. that I have as well. And I love you know, because I feel like our everything is respond. Everything in our world is responding to the energy we bring to it, and the difference between frantic energy and really like just confident, connected, um, accepting energy. Like you know, if and I'm thinking about especially when the kids were younger, and it was like such a chore to get my son to be ready to leave the house in a timely fashion. And the more frantic I got, the slower he would move. And everybody who's listening, nod your head yes, because I know that you've had this experience. 
And then when it became like, hey, you know what? You know, he's like, when I stopped being surprised by the morning experience, by by the little extra nudges I needed to give to my son, when I stopped being surprised and I just welcomed it and accepted it and showed up to it with lightness and love, there wasn't a struggle anymore. Right. And we made it out the door. And I think that we, the tighter we get and the more rigid that we get around time or money or any of that stuff, the slower that it all moves. <laughs> mm, right. And, um, and it's, and, and recognizing what I'm hearing you say is just recognizing that it's a conversation you're having and one small baby step is shifting the conversation. Right. And then I think, and, and, and it's doing one thing at a time and it's also a practice, mm-hmm. right? It's not something that, um, you'll, you, it's not something you'll do it and then it's immediate, right? Because you've spent, you know, for example, I would have spent 36 years, right? Telling myself that I've had, I haven't had enough or since I've been able to talk, I've heard or, and listen, I've heard people around me saying that they don't have enough time because it's such a common conversation that people have. So you're coming up against all your years of history of this habit of saying it. Right. I think that almost everyone does it. Right. right. And it's a it's a culture to say, I'm so busy, I don't have enough time. Right. Right. And it's I think it's also part of parent parenting culture as well. Yeah. Right. I definitely. can't I can't like count the amount of times that I've heard from people. Oh, you're you know, when you have a baby, get ready. <laughs> right. Yeah, you won't have any time. You're not gonna have time to sleep, you're not gonna have time to do anything, you won't have time you won't have time to do the things that you love to do. Right. And I, you know, I tell myself that that's not true. Right. Right. That that's not going to be. And then everybody was like, well, you think you're going to be different, but it's not about being different. (laughs) It's about, um, it's about changing the conversation. And I've already started to shift the habits that I have around saying that I don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a practice. So I, you know, I, whenever I find myself thinking it, I catch myself, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, even I'm so busy is Mm -hmm. saying I don't have enough time, right? I'm so busy doing all of these things. So what is it, what is some language shifting that we could do there? So instead of I'm so busy, like, you know, somebody wanting to say, hey, you know, I'd love to see you next week. Do you have what's going on? And you do have a full schedule. Maybe that's right. what it is. Like, well, my right. schedule's really full. Right. And, and I so, can see you the following week. <laughs> yeah. And that, I think that's something to say, right? Instead of saying, I'm so busy, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's really saying to someone, well, I don't have enough time for you. Right. Right. And you may want to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think it's about being transparent. And you could say something, well, let's look at our schedules. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know if I can make next week work, but I think that I can make the following week work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, too, about the money conversation, you know, especially as kids get older, because we're and we're right in this right now that like the kids are coming to us with wants. And I'm like, dude, we are not available to be making those kinds of purchases right now. Right. (laughs) And and really conscious and aware that they are developing beliefs about money based on how my husband and I talk about money and 
man, it's tricky. Or I guess yeah. I'm making it tricky. Maybe right. it doesn't have to be as tricky as I'm holding it as, but – and yeah, and it's just awareness, right? Lifting out of it. What is the – what are the values that I have about money and, and what are the values that I want my kids to have about money? I want them to be responsible. I want them to be accountable and um, that needs to show up. I'm coaching myself right now. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to show up in my conversation when my daughter says, well, yeah, track starts – at the end of the month and I don't have shoes for it. And immediately I go to, oh shoot, that's going to, that's another $125 that Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily have in this moment. Right. Uh, And how do I, you know, and then like, okay, so my response to that is, well, we'll figure it out. That's my go-to. <laughs> right. And uh, which, which I think is, is different, right. Than saying we don't have enough, mm-hmm. right. Saying we'll figure it out is different than, 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 you know, I can't, we can't do this ever. Right. Right. And, and I think that it's about, you know, once kids are old enough showing them because money, I think money is an exchange of energy. Yeah. Right. And I definitely believe that your beliefs around money um, actually have a impact on how um, how you receive money. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're constantly saying that there is there isn't enough, even if your bank account says that there is. You may never view it as there being enough. Right. Right. Because because in your mind, there's this scarce Mm-hmm. You're, you're always coming from a scarce place. So you'll never be satisfied with the amount that you have. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. Mm. I cannot hear that enough. (laughs) <laughs> I cannot hear that enough. And I'm guessing there are people listening feeling the same way, like, wow, you know? And and like you said, it's a practice. It's knowing when you're in it, in the conversation, and deciding to shift, choosing 
to have a different conversation and a different relationship with it. So thank you. Yeah. So, um, yes, I love momentum education. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So talk a little bit, just as we finish up here, talk a little bit about, so four cities, New York, yes. LA, DC, Seattle. Yeah. And um, the very entry level workshop, entry level, ha, 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 prepared to have your pants blown off because it's right. amazing, even though I'm uh-huh. calling it entry level. Uh, right. Um, happening like monthly, right? Yes. So it happens once a month in every city. So it happen one, It happens once a month in New York. And we've been in New York for 14, close to 14 years now. It happens. We just moved to a once a month schedule in Seattle, DC and LA and Seattle, DC and LA are newer. Mm -hmm. So LA has been established for three years, Seattle for two years and DC for, it'll be a year in March. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're in a monthly rotation for all of those cities as well. And talk about the schedule for the basic. What does it typically look like? So the basic is, um, on it's two evenings and two full days. It's, uh, begins at registration starts at six o'clock on Thursday and the workshop begins at seven and ends at approximately 1130 PM and Friday it starts at six resumes at 630 PM and it ends at approximately 1130 PM and Saturday it starts at 10 AM and ends at approximately nine and Sunday it begins at 10 AM and ends at approximately 830 PM. And there's a graduation ceremony at 730 PM on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then there's a opportunity for you on Tuesday to bring um, guests to an evening to share. Um, there'll be an introductory evening to, if you'd like to share the workshop with them as well. And, um, I know some people might be thinking, well, you know, we just talked about time. Yeah. Where am I going to find the time? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I enrolled my husband into doing, he and I did the basic together in September and that he was like, that's so much time. And I said, well, we've got at least 30 more years ahead of us. Right. <laughs> so this is really not a lot of time. It's a, it's a drop in the bucket. It's a drop in the bucket. Right. So, and it goes by real. I talked a little bit about the experiential learning aspect mm-hmm. of it, but it goes by really quickly because you're doing, you're right. experiencing, you're in it. And, um, you, you, you're entrenched in the exercises. You're really invested in them, mm-hmm. right? So you're not really looking at your watch or your phone and saying, when am I going to get out of here? It really is your, your, you're really invested in each moment because you're experiencing it very, there's a very small portion of the workshop that is lecture based. Mm-hmm. And by Saturday, you know, you'll, you will have formed these deep relationships with, um, the people in your course. And I will say that, you know, there are relationships that, that can last a lifetime. Yeah. 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 It's like when you go to summer camp and you're like, Oh my God, I love you. And it's been a week, but these are now your very best friends. That was completely the experience that I've had in the room. And, And you can start and you start using the tools immediately. Yeah. Immediately. And it's, it, it's also, it's about, you can start teaching your children the language as well mm-hmm. and teaching them, um, th- how, how to think in this way. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, it's great to see when parents start interacting with their children through this lens and this framework and this belief system, because it does shift entire families. 
Yeah. And what's really exciting to me thinking about the Joyful Courage community is, you know, you all showing up in a training, in one of these trainings, it will, you'll have lots of moments of, oh, this is something that I've, like, I've heard this in a different way from Casey. Yay. Right. 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 So it's not like this big leap into, I mean, it is, it is a huge, wonderful, beautiful awakening and expansion and it's also like a coming home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And yeah. um, well, that made me kind of emotional. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You're on track. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's powerful. So, yeah. um, where can people get more information? So yeah. they, there's a few places. So to register and sign up, you can go to www.momentumeducation.com, um, and then to find out about we're um, revamping our entire website. Um, so, and then to find out uh, current up-to-date um, information about what our leadership teams are doing, what the Momentum community is doing, you can go to facebook.com slash Momentum Ed mm-hmm. and you can find really up-to-date information about what our community is up to and what we're doing. Well, and one thing we didn't talk about, but I just want to touch on really quickly is, is the contribution that Momentum is making to the world. Yeah, definitely. So um, the we're, there's a huge emphasis on community and giving back within the Momentum community. Um, so every we make a declaration every year about how the entire Momentum community in all cities are going to contribute. So last year, um, our executive director made a declaration to... Um, feed at least a million people. And at the end of the year, we fed 1.2 million people. And this year, the goal is to feed at least 2 million people who register 25,000 new voters and to raise at least $500,000 for cancer research. Mm. Yep. And we're on our way. We're on our way. Yeah. So great. I'm so grateful to you, Tamara, and all the space you've held for me to show up in my highest possibility. And thank you for coming on and talking about this. I'm really excited for listeners, for all of you to to go to the website, go to MomentumEducation.com, explore all around because you'll become obsessed. Like, oh, what is this link going to take me to? (laughs) What am I going to learn here? And if you live close to one of those cities or if you don't um, and you're interested in learning more, you can always contact me and I can share with you. Um, about my experience. I'm happy to support in any way I can. Um, There's, I'm sure, contact information right there on the website, right? Yeah, there's contact information on the website. And um, people make it happen, right? Let's all be living in our highest possibility. Imagine a generation of children being raised by parents who are changing their conversations and really exploring what it is that is getting in their way and their, like you said, their history with you know, their relationship to their history, whatever our story is, um, it's always, it's just a story and and every moment is a new moment to make a new choice. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I just like, um, I was really touched in hearing you say that because that's really where that's world changing what you Mm -hmm. just said, Mm -hmm. right? That's, um, that will really have like an impact world globally. Yeah. If, If like all parents were committed to that conversation. So thank you, Casey. 
Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing the work that you do. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else yeah. to do. So it works right. out. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, Tamara. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. So much goodness there. I'm so glad to be able to share my friend Tamara with all of you and the incredible work that she and Momentum Education brings to the world. So what you didn't hear was after our conversation, Tamara um, actually offered a incredible gift to the Joyful Courage community, which is um, a... 50% discount on the cost of the basic workshop. So the Joyful Courage Tribe, when registering for the basic workshop, whether you're in LA or Seattle, DC, or New York City, you get to mention that you are a part of the Joyful Courage Tribe and receive $200 off the cost of the program. So super generous offer from Momentum Education. I really, really hope that you enjoyed that. Um, just wanting you all to know as well that every Tuesday I am showing up on Facebook Live on the Joyful Courage page to share positive discipline tools with the community. Be there. Catch the replay. I'm going to be doing that on the weekly. Excited to be in contribution to all of you. Excited for everything that is to come in our relationship together. Also wanting to make sure that you know that registration opens for the Living Joyful Courage membership March 25th. You can find out more information at joyfulcourage.com slash living dash JC. Also March giveaway, March giveaway, you sharing the podcast, you sharing Joyful Courage content out in the social media world will Put your name in the giveaway. This month, I am giving away a Living Joyful Courage membership spot. So if your name is pulled at the end of the month, April 1st, if your name is pulled from the for the March giveaway, then you will be receiving um, a membership to Living Joyful Courage that is good for the rest of the year. And that is worth its weight in gold. We are doing incredible things in the membership program. The community of parents there are so incredibly supportive of each other and celebrating each other and sharing in all of their raw honesty and vulnerability. It's really a beautiful thing to behold. I'm offering monthly webinars, weekly group coaching calls. There's a discussion forum and there's a WhatsApp chat group. As much as you want to be involved, as little as you want to be involved, Living Joyful Courage membership is for everyone. It's for everyone. So come check it out. Be a part of it. Uh, what else can I tell you? It's gray outside. It's gray outside, but it's March. So spring is coming. My hopes is that you are finding yourself in a really good place right now after listening to the podcast. Know that I am here for you. I am here to serve and support you. If you are not already a member of the Living Joyful Courage uh, Facebook group, head on over there. It's another place for amazing community and parent love. All right, friends, um, have a beautiful, beautiful day. I will be back. I will be back on Tuesday with a brand new podcast interview for you. So until then, be well.
No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.